what God may want, then you do. And sometimes you are walking against Him. So it still comes down to reading your Bible and knowing what God wants so that you can obey Him. So the one that fears God is one that respects Him, that references God in every area of his life. The one that submits to God. The one that must do what God's will requires. There's a song I like by Amy Grant. I'm sure you don't know Amy Grant. Maybe only Pastor Fabi may know Amy Grant. Who knows Amy Grant? It's the group. Ah, ah, can I your school? <laughs> the Lord has a will, and I have a need to follow that will. Praise the Lord. To humbly be still, to rest in it. So, the Lord has a will. He has a will. He has things that He desires. And our life should always want to, you know, to have a need to follow that will. Praise the Lord. So the one that fears God is the one that follows the will of God. You throw away all your own will. Sorry. Don't throw it away. Align your will. <laughs> Align your will with the will of God. Sometimes we pray and there's no answer. Check if it's aligned with the will of God. Check. Will you not be out of place for a 10 15 year old to be praying that God, I want a house this year? What for? Praise the Lord. You know? So check if those prayers are aligned with the will of God. The total man, of course, is the one that God created. And God created us in His image. The complete man is in three parts, the way God is in three parts. We are all in three parts. Created in the image of, our, of God our Father, who is in three parts. The three parts of God are what, please? Aha, thank you for the chorus answer. Please say it again. With confidence. With confidence. And the three parts of a human being is what? It's what, please? Yes. Spirit, soul, and body. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we are like God, our Father. So as I'm looking at you like this, we are a triplet. You are three but one. You have a body, you have a spirit, and you have a soul. So in the course of these teachings, developing the total man, by the grace of God, we are going to help. We can only help to bring information that will help you develop your complete man body, soul, and spirit the way God wants it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Like I said that we can only help 
of the Lord. But you are the one to carry the fear of God Take in you and begin to apply what you are taught. You are the one that will go out there and face all those temptations, all those cross crossroad moments of decisions. You are the one to face them. So you are the one left to carry the presence of God to begin to develop yourself, body, soul, and spirit. Very quickly, I'm only laying a foundation, so very quickly I'll just go through a few things. And then in the, in the weeks to come, I'm believing God that powerful teachings will come to help us to develop and grow in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So your spirit, what parts or what's the function of the spirit in you? What's the function of the spirit in you? I'm not going to go into details. But basically, your, the, the major function of your spirit is to be able to relate with God. Is to have a connection with God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Your soul, the major function of your soul is your self-consciousness. It's in the soul that you have your mind. I, I prepared that as a question. How did I just drop that? Now, where is your mind? Can anybody tell me? I mean, if I ask where, is, where are your eyes? You will be touching your knees now. Eh? Even the people that are visually impaired, they know where their eyes are. Praise the Lord. Where is your mind? Where does it reside? At least you know you have a mind. Abi? So where is it? Sir, your mind is in your mind. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We'll find out in the few weeks to come. But yes, your mind is inside your soul. That's why sometimes when some people are hot, they will say, I want to do one more. FCMG. It is inside your soul that you have what we call the inner man. It is inside your soul that we have your will, your personality. It is inside your soul that you have your emotions. So we'll be dealing with all these things in the weeks to come. And then your body, your world consciousness. And that is the major thing that puts us in trouble. If we can conquer that, if we can put our world consciousness under control, we are okay. We are okay. All this trouble, will not come, will not happen. So, of course, it's in your body. You have your head, your eye, your shoulder, your knee, your toe, your sense of taste, hearing, and all that. Your body relates with the environment. So, like I said earlier, I want to encourage you to open your mind in the few weeks that we'll be taking this topic, developing the total mind. A lot of times, we may not be saying palatable things. Because if we come here and keep telling you all the good, 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 good in quotes without telling you the things that are hurt, then we are probably not helping you develop. Because what is development? The topic says developing. So it's a continuous process. So when you say 
development. When you go to a city or a place, who has been to Maryland recently? Uh -huh. They've taken out all those petrol stations. Why? There's a development coming. Praise the Lord. And we know that church also has been marked for some part of the building to be demolished because there is a development. So sometimes, not sometimes, most of the time, development must kiss sometimes at places that it hurts. Development means change. And you cannot change if you don't feel some discomfort, some hurt. In fact, change is inevitable. So I was taught growing up. Change is the most constant thing. You cannot um, desire to change and really, really put your mind to change and there will be no discomfort. It's not possible. It's not possible at all. So a lot of times when we become born again, we are expecting that the change from our former man to the new man will just be, you know, it will be a miracle. Yes, it is a miracle and you are a work in progress. And it is a miracle because you are being transformed daily, 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 daily. So the willingness to change, that's where the problem lies. A lot of times we are not willing to change. We want to, we wish it, but we are not actually willing to change. Sometimes we are almost comfortable with what we have, almost comfort comfortable where we are, almost comfortable with what we do, that God understands. Hmm. The Bible says, shall we continue in sin so that grace will continue to abound? No. The reason for grace is an opportunity for change. The opportunity of grace is the reason Praise the Lord. I turned it upside down. Yes, but it makes sense. So, that change, that willingness to change is where the problem is. A lot of times, when we become born again, not a lot of times, sorry, when you become born again, it is your spirit that is made anew. Not your soul, not your body. That spirit inside of you, that is what is a new creation. That is what God throws away the old and puts in a blank and new. Someone said he doesn't throw away, he doesn't turn a new page. He throws away the book and puts a new book. So it is that spirit that the Holy Spirit will walk in and begin to help you change all those, your emotions, your actions, your personality in your soul. And gradually you will begin to see it in your body because you start to act it. So yes, at the new birth, your spirit is changed, but your body, your soul is the same. But you are not the same. However, some people don't leave that junction of the new birth. So in the series to come, I'm believing God that we will listen and and and, um, and act so that we can grow up 
away from, you know, coming out from the altar call. What next? After that, what next? A lot of people say, ah, I'm still falling into sin. I don't know what to do. You cannot know because a lot of times you don't have that willingness to change. Praise the Lord. God help us in Jesus' name. I'd like us to use this story as an example. John 5, 2 to 9. It's a very popular story. The story of the man at the pool of Bethesda. In verse 6, particularly, Jesus had to ask him, Do you want to be made whole? That is a very crucial question we must ask ourselves. Jesus is basically asking, do you want a change? Do you really want to develop? Do you really want to move away from where you are and stop complaining? And myself, instead of you to ask, answer, ah, yes, he started telling stories. So this morning, Jesus is asking all of us, do you really want a change? And I'm hoping that your answer will be a genuine yes. And not, ah, I would have changed though, but you know, the way it is, ah, last year, Corona, the other year, can even in the same year, answers, ah, God, you know, in my family, I'm doing this, ah, you know, my, stop complaining. He's asking, do you really want a change? And of course, God did it. Jesus didn't even wait for his yes answer. He did what he wanted to do anyway. Take off your bed and walk. Do you really want to develop? Because we could go through every teaching in developing the total man, and you will not change. You'll still be waiting for the angel to come and stay in the water. He has stayed and gone. Jesus has come, passed by. And God. May that not be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. So, for you to be better, for you to develop, you must be completely willing to change. And the process of change is hard. It's hard. Because we are comfortable in our comfort zone. It's as simple as that. The process of change is hard. The process of developing is tough. Because you must tell yourself some own bitter truth that may lead you to tears a lot of times. But it's for your own good. And it's for you to get better. In the course of change, you will be mocked. Because sometimes people cannot understand. God says jump and jumping. How can you be jumping? All your mates are sitting there. Why will you be jumping? Praise the Lord. But when there's a walk in your inner man by the Holy Spirit, you will know that whatever people say does not matter. In fact, I always say a quote here. I forgot where I learned it from. It says, do what you must do. Say what you must say. Because the people that matter don't mind. The people that mind, they don't matter. They don't. Praise the Lord. So you cannot be the same person today and the same person in a few months' time. 
and say you have changed. You have not changed. You cannot say you have been born again for five years, six years, some may be counting 10, 12, even seated here as youth. No doubt. However, the works of the flesh are a normal thing to do. That's a big problem. There's a big problem. Very big problem. Very, very big problem. And we're going to be addressing a lot of these problems in these teachings by the grace of God. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 4, 22 to 32, that we have work to do. Oh, we have work to do. 22, it says, then put off concerning the former conversations, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful laws. The old man is corrupt. You may be born again and still be carrying the old man. You may be born again for years, and when people tell you you are stupid, you have answers ready with no conviction in your heart at all that there's something wrong. Somebody once said to me that one of one of the goals she has is to be working with God part time. God will say, turn left, I'll turn left. Turn right, I'll turn right. You know, that kind of relationship that you are hearing God clearly part time. And I was just in awe of that kind of desire. Because it should not be strange. It should be a desire of every child of God. Every child of God should have that desire. And that is what the Holy Spirit has come to do. But a lot of times we quench the Holy Spirit and do our will. If we only be patient, the Holy Spirit is forever there. When, when you give your life to Christ, He doesn't leave you. He's waiting for you to come upon Him. When you are ready, He will wait for you. He will wait. God will help us in Jesus' name. Let me continue reading Ephesians 4, 22 to 32. So I'll read 23 now. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that, and that he put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness through holiness. So this new man is created through, in what? In righteousness through? Uh -huh. You cannot be making effort to live a righteous life or to live a holy life and the cares of this world or, your, or the daily, daily, uh, the wrongdoings will be a habit or will not mean anything to you. The assignment that we have in this place is to make sure that we, by the grace of God, prepare you for the future. By the grace of God, be examples to you. So by no means do we ever, 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 and I say that with all sense of uh, responsibility. Look down on any of you, God forbid. Neither do we ever judge any of you that ah, this one has been in church, in quote, has been born again since beginning of League of Champions. And this one is still like this. Ha! 
However, it still cuts my heart, it tears my heart when I see some behaviors and it just tears me apart that for how long are we going to be on this mountain? For how long are we going to be on this same little, little things? Someone had an argument in Walker, so to say, had an argument. And the next thing, she was on about, ah, what's that? I changed it for him, oh, please. Is that <laughs> the renewed man? Is that the renewed man we are talking about? No. No. So, it becomes difficult for us when, you know, we cannot follow you home. And so we cannot check how you live your life. Please, allow the Holy Spirit into your life so that he can help you. In fact, I can be living with you and I still may not be able to help you completely. It may be, it may, you know, it may help when your parents, your, you have people ahead of you that you are living with, that will help. At least they can say, eh, what time did you come in? Ah, why did you do this? No, go and cook this one. No, go and do that. They can help. However, it's the Holy Spirit that can do the complete work. And that is what we are about during this season, in Jesus' name. What verse did I stop at? Verse 25. Yeah, 24. I just read 24. God, uh, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. 25. Wherefore, putting away lying. So it's telling us now the things that we should put away. You know, at the beginning it says, put off the old man. So put away lying. You cannot say you are born again. In fact, that is what the world sees, the contradiction they see. And they cannot marry it. And I like the people that are honest. I will tell you, I don't know the Christianity you are carrying on your head. Because lying is a normal thing for some. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man the truth with his, with his neighbor. For we are members of one another. 26. Be ye angry and not and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. So the Bible is not telling you that you should not react, you cannot be angry. You can. However, it's not those kind of anger that will degenerate to bitterness and degenerate to be ready to deal with people, regardless of whatever who they are. Don't you offend people? You also offend people. So if everybody is about an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, we will all be lame and blind and dumb and deaf by now. Praise the Lord. 26. Okay, 20. Yeah, 26. Do not let the sun go down on your rock. Neither give back. Give place to the devil. That's what we normally do a lot of times. We just allow the devil to play on our emotions. We allow the devil to feed what we enjoy. What insult? Do you know who you are? What nonsense is that? How can they do that to you? Who are you? In fact, sometimes if you ask the person, who are you? 
Then you come and begin to see characteristics of this <laughs> <Mr>. Nigeria. <laughs> and so, whoever you are, there are many people that are far ahead of you. Who are you? That you see somebody insults you, you can just slap first and go God will help us in Jesus' name. Okay. Uh, 28. Let him that stole steal no more. But rather let him labor, walking with his hands. By the way, there's a testimony. This morning when Isaiah was asking that, have you achieved anything this year? And somebody said, Mark, will give you Don't rush me. There's a testimony already of someone this morning in the house. I told me of her contract of one million now. So in this year, in this year, and I can share it because I can verify it. Do you understand? It's someone I can I, I, I trust and I know that she's not lying. It's verifiable. It's a business she started during the lockdown. By the grace of God, I encouraged her to do it because of her personality. And it has started growing, growing, growing. So, in fact, the question was asked. The question was asked. And so shall it be for all of you in Jesus' name. Amen. Those things that God has positioned for your hands to touch, you will not miss them in Jesus' name. Amen. Let him that still stole, still no more, but rather let him labor, walking with his hands, the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needed. So, for that part, by the way, when God blesses you, we know the popular saying, don't increase your expenses. It says extend your faith. Give. God blesses you to bless others. He blesses you to be a channel of blessing. Have you ever seen a pipe supplying water and the pipe is not wet? No. No. It's not possible. So when God blesses you, he blesses you to be a channel of blessing. We're going to be touching on finances. We're going to be touching on so many areas in the course of this teaching. 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. I'll say it again. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all minds. 32 and the last verse. And be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Praise the Lord. And we bow down our heads as we pray. Father, we thank you for the direction you have given us. We thank you, O oh God, for your love, because it is your love that has brought this to us. And we receive it in Jesus' name. We thank you, O oh God, for the teachings to come on this topic. And we open our hearts ready to receive from you. Father, we are asking that you will give us the enablement not to waste your resources in the mighty name of Jesus. 
We desire to change. We desire to be better. Lord God Almighty, help us so that that desire will push us to action to be able to enjoy that change. To be able to change indeed from inside. For us not to be conforming to the world but to be transformed from inside until we are looking like Christ indeed. Give us, O oh God, that, that, that will, that desire, that power. You have told us that we have the power to change. Father, help us to depend on that power that you have given to us through the Holy Spirit. Help us to depend on the Holy Spirit completely. Let us not trust in our own understanding, but lean on you always in the mighty name of Jesus. You have said that if a man be in Christ, he has become new. That is the starting point of any change. For me to accept that I cannot make myself new, my spirit needs to be changed. I need your spirit to come and dwell in me. So this morning I am asking that if there's anyone that has not declared, has not come to the open to say, I leave my past behind and I surrender myself to Jesus. This morning I'm asking, I'm encouraging you to please stand up. Stand up so that the heavens can be happy at your decision. Stand up so that the, the enemy can know that you have made a difference today to turn back and not to follow him anymore. Stand up so that we can pray together and begin this work of developing the total man. You cannot develop anything if God is not with you. You cannot achieve or be successful in anything if God is not with you. He said, I will be with you all the way. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So, rise up on your feet this morning if you know that you have never ever committed yourself to follow Jesus. And this morning you want to take, make that commi co commitment. Rise up with me so we can pray together. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening to God. Thank you for not hardening your heart. I'd like you to pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. I accept that I am a sinner. And this morning, I've come to your feet. The one that can forgive all sins. One that can make me new. Father, please forgive my sins and make me new in the name of Jesus. I commit to follow you from today. I commit to let go of everything pulling me here and there and removing my focus from you. I commit to follow you completely in every area of my life in the mighty name of Jesus. 
In Jesus' name we have prayed. Please sit down. Thank you. God bless you all, and I wish us all a successful journey. <laughs> Stop. 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 Stop.